91.3 KBCS Community Radio. I'm Fiduma Ali. Naturalist Ed Dominguez and KBCS Yuko Kodama met at West Seattle Solstice Park to talk about winter solstice and the great conjunction coming together at the same time this year. You know, it's that time when it's the darkest day of the year, right? Yeah. And what does that mean for the natural environment? Well, for the natural environment, it means many long hours of darkness and very few hours of daylight. In fact, if you go further north up at the North Pole, the sun never rises at all. It's dark continuously, 24 hours of darkness. Ugh, man. And in the far north, Alaska, northern Canada, and of course, uh, all the Nordic countries, Norway, Sweden, Finland, northern uh, Russia, all very, very dark times. Now, the solstice was an incredibly important part of lives of human beings dating back to thousands of years BC, back to the Stone Age. You know, for people, the change of the seasons was critically important. And for agriculture, for those early peoples that had uh, cattle, um, they frequently on the solstice would slaughter the cattle because there wasn't enough food to feed them over the winter. And so they would slaughter them and then store the, store the meat, which meant that at that time of year, there was a greater abundance of meat than at any other time. Also, many fermented beverages were ready to drink at this time. The fermentation process had finished. So you had a time where there was a lot of food, a lot of drink, and the fact that the sun was going to solstice, stop and stand still, and then start to climb back higher in the sky each day was a time for celebration. So throughout the world, cultures celebrated the solstice as known as midwinter, or in many cultures in the Germanic traditions, it was northern Germany. It was called Yule, J-U-L, which we derive the current customs of the Yule log, the wreath, uh, the evergreen wreath, and the Christmas tree, because they were looking for things that were green, they were looking for things that were light on these dark nights, so they lit candles and, and put them on the trees. So those traditions come from Germany. And yep. you know, Yuko, another really cool thing that's happening on this solstice is the Great Conjunction. So the Great Conjunction is Jupiter and Saturn, which, as you know, are two of the largest planets in our solar system, are orbiting the sun. Uh, Jupiter takes roughly about 10 of our years to make one revolution around the sun, and Saturn takes 294 you're almost 30 years to make its revolution around the sun. And there are certain times when the two end up aligning as we view it from Earth to where they're right next to one another. And they've been getting closer and closer and closer. And they're going to be almost directly next to one another on December 21st, the winter solstice of this year. So that's very exciting. The next time this comes around won't be until 2080. And... I don't think I'll be around that far into the future, but, you know, maybe our children and grandchildren will be able to see it. But this is the one and only for most of us. So hopefully we'll have some clear skies and you can look to the southwest, kind of like where the sun is getting ready to set here as we near the solstice. And Jupiter and Saturn every night are getting closer and closer together. And they're the brightest objects in, in the sky. And it's, it's really spectacular. The Great Conjunction. Oh, that's exciting. Something to uh, 
you know, watch for in the festivities, even if it's just lighting a candle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I had my telescope out uh, last night. It was clear enough you could see Saturn and Jupiter, and they're getting quite close together. And some of the neighborhood kids came over, and I had the scope set up so they could look through it and see the rings of Saturn and the moons of Jupiter, and they're both in the same field of view within the scope. And then when we get to the 21st, they'll be right next to one another. And some people have talked about that the close proximity is going to create kind of a reflection off each of the planets that's going to look like a bright star. And some have speculated that, you know, was this the star of Bethlehem that they saw back at the time of Jesus's birth? Was this the conjunction going on that, you know, so lots of speculation, but it's a beautiful astronomical event that doesn't happen very often. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for clear nights between now and the solstice and look to the southwest at about 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock in the evening and you'll see Saturn and Jupiter up in the sky. Wow, you can see it that early in the day then, uh, 6 o'clock in the evening. Yeah, well, you know, it gets dark now at about, <laughs> it feels like 3 o'clock, but actually gets dark about 4.35 o'clock and they're up. Now, they set fairly early, so you want to get out and view them before, say, 7 or 7.30 or they'll dip below the horizon. But they're up there nice and beautiful if the sky's clear. 5.30 to 6 is a great time to look to the southwest and you'll see them. That was Ed Dominguez speaking with KBCS Yuko Kodama about winter solstice and the Great Conjunction today. Happy winter solstice from KBCS. We take you back now to the Tom Hartman program.